Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And today I'm talking about a very popular topic, and that is quiet quitting and a little bit of quiet firing as well. I'm going to give you my whole perspective on all of this. There is so much talk in the media about it, and I'm going to flesh it all out for you. I'm going to tell you why this is happening in the society we're living in and what to do if you are having thoughts about quiet quitting, if you're afraid that you're quiet quitting or you're getting quiet fired. And if you're sitting there in the middle being like, can I have a work-life balance or is that considered like quiet quitting? So come sit with me, sit with me. You might be sitting, you might not be. Come have a listen to my perspective on all of this. All right, so I'm going to give you first a little bit of a story to kind of conceptualize this for you. So if you have like quiet quitting really is when very likely you are completely burnt out, you're feeling overworked, you're feeling all the pressures and you're starting to have this shift inside your mind. You're starting to realize that my whole life is work, including outside work, it is work. My brain, even on the weekend, is constantly thinking and turned on about work. And maybe for a period that was working for you and you'd have your ups and downs. But now there's this internal deep shift where you are like, is this what I really want my life to be? And you're wondering, does the company really care about you? You're questioning where you're kind of fitting in your job, like you're still not happy with where you're at. You've been potentially been promoted a couple of times and now you're like sitting there like, I'm still not happy. What is going on? At the time, you likely think this is probably just some burnout, just some thoughts going on, you know, around your noggin, things are a bit stressful in and outside of work. So you like plan to go on a holiday. You go on that holiday, maybe work is playing around in the back of your head. But then when you go back, the same bloody thing happens. You just, it's like the first day you come back, it's like you never went on a holiday. It's just a thousand times worse. Resting and recharging, great, fabulous. Really recommend it. People should do it. The problem about this though, is if you don't have the skills and tools to properly manage your brain and your energy while you're at work, then straight away after that holiday, you're going to come back and you're going to feel disengaged. And what is likely happening is you're looking at your whole life and career being like, oh my God, is this it? I did another episode where it's it's kind of like existential questioning. You're kind of like, the hell is going on? This is completely normal. And what had actually happened is because of COVID, this was all happening to us at the exact same time. You were then likely more social. You start, you know, maybe you open up TikTok, like you never had it before, but the pandemic's happening. And you're going all through that. And then post-COVID, like we're a bit more normalized now. Now this is where this whole quiet quitting term came from. Now it's said to be coined by Gen Z. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was not coined by them. This has been coined since 2009. Guys, quiet quitting isn't a new thing, including quiet firing, including quiet hiring, which I'll go into in a second. All these terms have been happening. What I've seen culturally 
COVID happened, we realized, you know, like a massive pandemic has just hit the country. Everyone is likely very stressed. There are a ton of changes going around. People are trying to manage, you know, their job, life, school. And we just kind of fast forward, forwarded something that was going to happen probably in a couple of years time. We all realized, especially when we were working from home potentially and, you know, having more time that actually this is how we want to start living. Now, what I have seen in response to that is corporations are naturally very scared. They're a bit worried because what we had before was this culture and appreciation for going above and beyond at the extent of your mental health. Not all are like that, and I will go into that in more detail. However, when we all of us, corporations, us included, when we all don't have these skills and tools that I talk about, which I will go into into more detail as well, this is what happens. This almost division of us versus them happens, and it's actually like not helpful at all. Okay, so I've set the scene a little bit. I'm going to tell you what quiet quitting is and the actual definition and where it all came from. I said before, it was coined in 2009 by an economist and they were seeing like this diminishing like engagement, right? And then post the pandemic, well, okay, what has happened? Why is this surge, right? Let's really think about it here. We had a pandemic. People were potentially working from home, trying to balance like children, life and stuff like that. We all had an existential crisis, right? People are freaking dying. And we're just like, shit, is this really what we want to do? A lot of you were likely overworking as well, trying to like manage what's going on, trying to manage work demands and everything. And you're sitting there. We all together had an existential crisis. And then people came out of that realizing that, hey, I want to have a better work-life balance. I want to, you know, maybe save time and like work from home a bit more save time instead of going in and stuff like that. And what happened was corporations freaked out. Corporations saw this monumental shift in a whole heap of population, a changing in the culture. And that's where this whole term has quite quitting has come from. Now, yeah, it's been talked about on TikTok, but I actually think it's been facilitated by like just the media who, you know, they're like, yeah, I need to click. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's bring it up to the surface. Let's get people engaged and talking about it. I feel like it's a bit of an us versus them scenario that is going on. And I don't think it's helpful. Okay. And and why is this happening as well? Well, I've kind of already touched on that, but what I mean is as a person who is a life coach, who has the tools to do literally like less in more time, but create more value for a company. And that's something that I teach my clients to do as well. This is all happening because we don't have the tools that I teach on a like a wide scale. We need to redefine what going above and beyond means. That is the problem. There is a disconnect between corporations and then employees upon what above and beyond is, right? And what happens then is people like you could just be stating a really clear boundary for your mental and emotional health that it's going to help you show up more engaged at work. But someone else might see that as quiet quitting based on the definition. Quiet quitting can be defined like if you are setting, if you are doing your job, if you are, you know, doing it well, if you're hitting all your targets and stuff like that. I don't see that as you quitting on yourself on your job 
The problem is if you ask multiple people that, they will tell you multiple things. They'll be like, nope, that's quiet quitting. And some other people will be like, no, that's just them having like a work-life balance. And that's where the problem comes in. It, quiet quitting is really just defined by the person. A person could listen to this podcast and think that everything I'm talking about is quiet quitting, but it actually isn't. We just need to redefine what above and beyond means. Above and beyond should not be at the expense of your emotional, mental, and physical health. It diminishes that and therefore diminishes your value that you can contribute to a corporation. We need to change the goddamn culture about wearing overwork, stress, and anxiety as a fucking badge of honor. And I say that passionately because this is where all of this is coming in the mix of it. I see and read articles. They're all mixed, by the way. Some are really good. Like they talk about, you know, hey, needing to set workplace boundaries and stuff like that. And some are like, yeah, quiet quitting. I don't want stress and anxiety of a job anymore. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I fucking teach. Like they shouldn't have that. We need to redefine it so that a person is leaving at five o'clock and that other person, instead of going, wow, look at them quiet quitting, they're like, wow, look at them going above and beyond to take care of themselves mentally so they can show up tomorrow as their best selves. We need to redefine the narrative. Corporations, other people like need to start like seeing that. And I think what's happening, it's a, is a, it is a bottom up approach and corporations are a little bit scared, which I understand, right? It's a big shift. What I teach, it's very backwards. A lot of people are like the hell I need to do less so I can do more. That doesn't make any sense. And if you're hearing that as well, listen to my other episodes on productivity. We are human beings. We're actually not supposed to work nine to five. We physically are not able to. Well, we're obviously not. We're able to do it, but we're pushing ourselves. Charles Darwin only worked like three hours a day. And he created a whole heap of theories and stuff like that. But we're realizing, again, it's working with your brain and body the most effective in the most effective way for you. That's what this all is. That's what we need to start redefining. You wanting to set a workplace boundary, you wanting more flexibility, you saying no to a project because your plate is completely full, you emotionally and mentally not feeling the best and being like, yep, okay, I'm, I'm working at 50% capacity today. That's not quite quitting. But please realize that other people in the world, because of society and the culture we've grown up in around hustle and being productive, will tell you that that is quiet quitting. And this is why I do what I do, because we need to change the narrative. I'm telling you right now, when you slow down, when you admit that like maybe at this point in time, you don't like your job, when you admit you have like this kind of like teenage attitude with your corporation and you start to do the inner work to develop that better relationship with your job. You end up going above and beyond naturally in a way that isn't being painful to yourself. The problem is that's the only way we know at the moment. People wear it as a badge of honor. Oh my God, so-and-so working on the day off or you know, answering emails and crap on their sick day. Look how dedicated they are. 
we need to start redefining the narrative of that. Because when you take care of your nervous system, your brain and body, when you, you're literally like a computer, right? When you're working on a sick day, you're just working and the laptop is at like 10% charge and it's like, please charge me and also do like 20 updates. If you do that first, then the laptop's going to work more efficiently. So if you take the rest that you goddamn need, you're going to be able to show up to work better and more efficiently. (laughs) But I get it as well. It is scary. I really do get it because if in society we've been taught doing more is good and productive, I can totally understand that corporations potentially, not all of them, because there are some really good corporations that I know that are really embracing like, hey, like work-life balance is important. Like they're onto it. They're onto this type of stuff that I talk about, right? Not everyone is caught up and I don't feel like all of society has like caught up either. And it's a bit scary. It's a bit of a, a big change. And what's happened is it's just surged because, well, I just think it's clickbait, really. That's all it is. It is. It's clickbait. And it gets this whole us versus them thing. It's the same thing that they do with like generations like Gen X and like, no, not Gen X. It's like boomers versus millennials and stuff like that. That's all this is. It's like, oh, people, your people quiet quitting. Then what do you get? A ton of comments of people on both sides being talking about all this stuff. That's all this is. It creates more division versus actually being open and saying, hey, if you want us to go above and beyond having a work-life balance means we will be able to. Working within our capacity, being able to say no, being able to articulate our needs is going to let you bloody do that. That is what I teach. And a little bit on quiet firing and quiet hiring. Quiet firing, it's like you don't promote someone. Or I would even say just make the life really hard and shit for them. Maybe don't even give them feedback and stuff like that in the hopes that they like quit or something. And then quiet hiring is apparently where you give all like important work and stuff like that to really like good, um, you know, hardworking employees. That one I'm a bit confused about because I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, giving a project to an employee that's like hardworking. I think the challenge is on the flip side is making sure, and this is where like what I teach is so important. If you are that person that's always getting all those types of projects because you are so reliable, you need to learn these skills so you're not doing it at the expense of your mental health. That's what I teach. That is really, really important because that is what I used to do. And if anything, I do a better job at it, but it's because I'm really open with my capacity and what I'm working on and do things like, you know, need to change or whatever based off the priorities so that I can get a really good fucking job done. So what about you then? Like, where are you at? Are you in this kind of like, well, fuck it, disengaged, like, when I say do the bare minimum, it's not, it's a different. There is doing your job and then there's this almost, like I said, teenage attitude where you do your job, but it's with resentment. And that's what I think quiet quitting is. I think it's an energy thing. Quiet quitting in the real definition is you're still doing a good job. You're still doing like, you know, you're meeting criteria and stuff, but you just hate it. You just like, it feels icky, you know? 
you kind of like like fuck this like that's why I'm saying it's this teenage like fuck you mom like really that's the only way I can describe it because that's how I used to feel especially doing the during the pandemic now look you can go through life doing that if you want but do you really want to have this real anger and resentment to this company did you know that if this is likely a trauma response from you previously doing going above and beyond and now the only way you know how to protect yourself is by getting like building up these really high walls and like being really defensive. It's just not a fun way to keep going. What's actually going to work is really looking at like why you're feeling this way and what it is you want. And working on developing a better relationship with your work and with yourself. Because you're very likely, like I said, disengaged because of what you've gone through. And you don't, you're too scared to like, you know, it's kind of like complete disengagement or complete engagement. And you're worried with complete engagement, you're just going to do everything that they say and then burn yourself out again. What if there was a way that you could be engaged, but not completely burn yourself out and really be in love with your job again? That goes by looking really at what you're thinking and why you're showing up in a certain way. Why do you believe and think that like working for like, I don't know, until 10 o'clock at night is the only way to show that? I can tell you a little bit why. It's because of what we've been taught by society. And I can teach you how to actually show up where you do less work, you have more time. And you get so much more value done purely by taking care of your emotional, mental and physical well-being. I'm not talking about exercise or fucking bubble baths or shit like that. I mean real fucking work to understand, see these unhelpful patterns that are popping up in your life that are causing you to go to this extreme reaction of resentment. That is what I feel quiet quitting is. It's an energy thing it is this like I hate you get away from me I want to push you away and I'm telling you that isn't the only way you have to experience your job you can actually go above and beyond that isn't in a way that's going to burn out and that starts really by just working with your brain and body in the best way possible for you this is what we work on one on one to actually develop that because think about it you're going to be at your job for like decades you might as well have a good relationship with it instead of hating it so much and then going home and complaining to your friends and family about it and then ruminating and then like going on like Netflix and stuff like that the challenge is how do you go above and beyond in a world and society where it's telling you that above and beyond is overwork and stuff like that? How do you unlearn that conditioning? How do you speak to that part of you that is so afraid potentially to say no and has to resort to this defensiveness and like real angriness is the only way you can do it? Instead of just being really calm and collected and being like, hey, I, this is, these are my priorities. Like, let's discuss this in a really like loving manner. That's what I mean. It really is kind of like a relationship with your parents in a way. Like, I love my parents. Do I agree with them all the time? No. And do I set boundaries with them? Yes. 
And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm not engaged with my parents or anything or don't love them any less. It's just to protect my energy, our relationship. Like I say this before, sometimes saying no is actually the best thing for your company because sometimes you can go away, have to think, hey, this is how we can do it better and come back. But you can't do that if you are so inclined to say yes all the time and if your two modes are yes, I am the good girl, I will do all this stuff, people please, etc. Or, oh my God, I hate you guys. You guys suck like full teenager. This is what I do one-on-one. But some tips for you now, if you are listening, is you really need to look at what you're thinking. Okay, one is accept that people are going to have their own opinions on quiet quitting. They just are. Some people are going to think that you setting a boundary is quiet quitting. Let them think that. That is okay. If that affects you, then ask, why is that a problem? It is likely a problem for you because of everything that we've been taught, you've been taught, or we've been taught about wearing a badge of honor. And then it's starting to recognize and slowly show yourself how you can get more work done when you take care of yourself. And you do this in baby steps. You do this. By literally, you know, if you work back till 10 o'clock, fuck, work back till 9.30 and then see what happens the next day. Like little tiny baby steps, work backwards. That is what I did. And I started to see that I could still get all my work done. My worst fears weren't happening and I was getting it done faster because I wasn't fucking tired all the time. I was actually taking care of myself and my energy. That's what you need to start proving to yourself because once you fucking believe it, because trust me, girl, I believe this shit, you will have no issues starting to show up more with this like, yep, I see we need to do all these things. I need to shift priorities, yada, yada, yada. Having those conversations that probably feel really tough right now and likely you're either too scared to do it or you go into this really extremely defensive mode because that's the only way you can show up. And if you want more help with this if you really want this stuff to be like taken to the next level looking at like the real deep roots and getting real help with your one-on-one actual problems then set up a discovery call with me to find out more around your customized plan and how I can actually help you do this definitely as well if you know you're listening check out my other podcast my other episodes because they actually all facilitate around you know people pleasing and stuff like that, which you could say aspects of quiet quitting. But I would say if you're at a point where this is really cutting you deep, what have you got to lose? Have a call with me. I want to hear about your problems. Then I will take you through my, what my program is. I see if you're, you're uh, I see if you're a good fit. And then we just have a conversation from there. And then it's your choice. So you really need to be asking yourself, is this how you want to keep going? You want to be having this like teenage relationship with your corporation? Is it possible that you could have a really wholesome and loving relationship with your corporate job? It really is possible, by the way, because I do. I really do. And I know that sounds so contradictory to this whole like, you know, us versus them, employee versus employer. This doesn't dismiss. It's not like we just blindly accept what like corporations like do all the time. It's literally like a relationship with with like your parents. There's just some things that you maybe you don't agree with sometimes. It doesn't mean you don't freaking love them. Potentially. It depends on your relationship. But that's like me with mine. But we make it so like 
it's one or, or the other. It's like you either against them or you're like totally for them. It's like, could you basically be like this corporation is maybe like a human and they're a whole human and there are things that I don't agree about them. There are also things that I love about them and I love that, you know, they, you know, pay me, provide me with this, yada, yada, yada. And I love that I now have the confidence to be able to articulate my boundaries and, you know, show up in any job like passionate and know that I can take care of myself. Like that is the best skill to fucking have, to be able to develop that with like any job. So book in a call. And again, if you're like wanting more stuff, seriously, check out the previous episodes because they talk a whole heap on things that you were likely doing around like being defensive, people pleasing and stuff like that, that are going to start like I I give you way more tips in those. And that's really going to help. But that is all for today. Thank you for listening. I'll see you later. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.